at us, just two girls dressed exactly the same. <laughs> two girls, one uniform, black shirt, black beanie. <laughs> Big glasses. oversized glasses. <laughs> Should I go get a necklace? Are you wearing our matching necklace? I am wearing our matching necklace. Ooh, should we pause so I can get my matching necklace to you? It's disappointing that you're not already wearing it. I know I took a shower this morning. Mm. I take off my jewelry for showering. Mm. Other than the jewelry that can't come off. AKA my nose ring. Yeah. I was going to say, do you take that out every single time? I haven't taken this out in five years. So <laughs> No. <laughs> The answer is no. The answer is I definitely need a new one because that's actually pretty gross now that I'm thinking about it. We're fine. It's good silver and not like nickel. No, it's from Amazon. So it's definitely shitty quality. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah, you should probably get a new one. (laughs) Yeah, it's technically silver, but I kind of think it looks more like gray now. So we'll see. I really want a gold one because I wear mm. only gold jewelry. So I feel like I don't know why it's silver. I went through a phase, I guess. <laughs> it's just a phase, mom. Silver jewelry. Silver jewelry. Okay. <laughs> no one's doing it anymore. No. <laughs> not us, at least. No, certainly not me. Couldn't be us. I've never been a silver jewelry girl. It's never been my MO. I was for a long time. I don't know why. And now everything I own is gold. I don't so. know. It just clashes with my blonde hair. I feel like I always felt like I was like mm. a gold girly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You are, you're, you're like aura is very gold. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what we should do on here. We should do aura readings. It's going to be red. What? Ryan's going to be red absolute stress 100 you said ryan's gonna be red and i was like who is ryan <laughs> oh you haven't heard actually ryan is our new co-host i was like is um, someone on the grid like did someone new join who are we speaking of <laughs> that would be very scary i don't want to see what my aura looks like because i don't feel positive about it right now I don't feel like my aura is in a good spot right now. Not that I'm like, not that my aura is inherently bad. Maybe it depends who you ask, but <laughs> I just feel like it would be jarring and scary for me to see the energy that I'm putting out there into the yeah. universe right now. But like, I feel like, what do you, do you think auras change or do you think you have like a general, like it's your personality? Like, I feel like an aura is more like your personality vibes. Mm, I think the auras can change. And because like for me, depending on the energy that you're putting out into the universe. Okay. See, but I think that they're probably fairly like similar. Google's like, can or is <laughs> G. <laughs> it's like, actually a wellness. Like personally, wellness. if I had to say what I think my aura is or like what I would want my aura what I how I feel my aura is, it would be the blue of this water bottle, like a nice like light okay that's bright nice. blue I feel like this is my aura but if I'm like in a bad place it becomes like a stormy version of this color you know like there's a little okay. more going on and when I'm really happy it gets brighter hmm. that's how I feel about auras okay 
Well, let me tell you this website, um, mindbodygreen.com. This was the first thing that good, came up. Good site. Good site. Um, do you know that? That's for sure. You know, yeah, that. no, I, oh. I work with, I work with them sometimes. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> like they're actually okay. like a reputable site. <laughs> okay. Um, they say a person's aura colors can absolutely change over time. Changes hmm. in your energy are reflected in your aura. So your aura's colors don't stay the same for your entire life. If you're consistently dominant in one aura color, you can read up on what that color means and how to balance out its dominant energy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, read some For example, auras. according to aura reader, Rochelle Terry, Rachel, Rochelle, I think it's Rochelle. Um, since those with the purple aura tend to be highly sensitive, intuitive, and more introverted, they might want to work on establishing stronger boundaries so that they don't pick up on negative energy of others. In doing so, they might realize that their aura becomes less dominant in the purple color over time. Hmm. if you would like if you don't like the color of your aura but you would like to change it um you can sunbathe take a dip in some cold water oh saging or smudging yourself completing a chakra balancing meditation doing sound therapy dressing for the aura you want oh Dressing for the job you want, not the job that you have, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or consulting with an energy healer as ways that anyone can tend to their aura. I feel like that's so interesting. I'm gonna have to do more reading on this because I would love to do like auras for all the drivers. Like I think that could be very fun. Okay, let's look into it. Like like purple, Write that down. purple, like introverted, very sensitive who do we think? Like my, my brain goes right to Seb. Like, I just feel like he's like a very Mick. sensitive Mick. Mick's, Mick is for sure. Mick's purple. a big purple guy. Huge purple aura. Huge purple aura. Okay. Um, here, do you want to, let's want, like, want me to go? I have go. I have all the colors listed. You oh, want me to go let's through? Go. I, mean, I was going to say, let's like, <laughs> we're let's here. like we're here. list okay. the colors and do this next week, but no, let's um, do it right now. Okay, so the colors of your aura correspond to one of the seven main chakras, the root, the sacral, the solar, the plexus, or the solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. Your aura is connected to those chakras and is composed at the aforementioned auric layers. Knowing which colors correspond to which chakra can help you interpret what your aura is telling you. If you are red... Your root chakra vibrates at the color red. It's at the base of your spinal column, housing your foundational issues like who you are, your home, career, manifesting powers, sexual energy, and your values. If your aura contains red, it basically means you're working from a stable base. Carlos. Carlos and... um, I'd say Checo. Yeah. They're very stable. Like they have stable bases. They have stable families at home. Like, I just feel like they, you know, they're very secure in their foundation. Carlos, big sexual energy guy. Huge, huge. Huge. I mean, Checo has like 100 kids. His (laughs) wife is always pregnant. So like (laughs) huge sexual energy coming off that guy. (laughs) Next up, we have orange. Okay. The color orange is associated with your sacral sacral s-a-c-r-a-l not really sure chakra which is located in your lower abdomen it contains the beginning energy of the emotional body creativity the ability to reach out to others in relationships and sexual energy if your aura contains orange it signals that you're essentially the emotional equivalent of snuggling up under a weighted blanket you're also independent and a realist 
snuggling up under a weighted blanket. Nobody gives me that vibe. I'm trying maybe, to think. maybe George. You know, I think if we're doing this again, like I think Seb, like Seb gives yeah. me like. Yeah, very comforting. Yeah, very comforting. I think I think he's also an independent and a realist. Like he's, yeah. also, you know, he's he's making his own path. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is very realist when it comes to <clears throat> his philanthropy work, his um, climate change initiatives. Yeah, absolutely. So I think if we're giving Seb so far, I would say that I feel good about him being an orange. Yeah, I do too. Definitely. Okay. Yep. All right. Next up, we've got yellow. Your solar plexus chakra connects to yellow. This chakra is a few inches above your belly button. Grace says that it houses your personality, personal powers, identity, and also emotions. It's the definition of who you are to yourself in the world. Yellow auras means you're creative, curious, and optimistic. Danny. Yeah. And I would say Alex Albon. Okay. Big optimist vibes from him. Yeah, I would say. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who I, who else. I would maybe say Lando, <clears throat> but I don't feel like that like totally fits him. Yeah. You know? I feel like there's probably a better for one name. Yeah. For yeah. him down the line. Let's keep going. Interesting that we're putting Danny and Alex in the same. Like I wouldn't have put them together, but at the same time, I would love to see them together. Like, I do think that they would be, like, very funny yeah, think, together. Yeah, I think they would be, like, a good, goofy pair together. Yeah. Although yeah. Danny is not a comedian. Let's not Danny forget. Danny is... Lest we not. forget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. This is fun. Okay, green and pink. Green, I don't know why they, I don't know why these are combined, but maybe we'll find Watermelon sugar, out. hi. <laughs> <laughs> these colors relate to your heart chakra. It's no surprise that your heart chakra is all about love for others and for yourself. It houses compassion and the energy of forgiveness. It also, it is also the access to divine mind and intuition. People with these pink or green aura colors tend to be compassionate, kind, and loving. Seb again. (laughs) I honestly, I think Lewis probably fits here as well. Yes. Yep. Passionate, kind, and loving. Yeah. I think that fits a lot for him. I think George too. Like I think mm-hmm. George is a very like kind loving. You know who soul. else I would give this to? Mr. Valtteri Botas. You know what? Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Passionate, 100. kind, loving. Like I just think he we've talked about this every single time we talk about it. He is the most supportive boyfriend. Like I just think he's very passionate about like the things he's passionate about, aka like coffee and Tiffany. Tiffany. And I think he's just a nice dude. Very loving about the the people and things that he loves, I think. Uh, you know what? I agree with that. I agree. And I think that might be why he and, and Lewis did get along so well as teammates. That's a good, that's a good hypothesis. I like that. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Now we got blue. Blue so. is the color of your th- throat chakra. It okay. me- it's your means of expression, being you, saying what you need and communicating to yourself and others. Blue auras mean that you're intuitive and empathetic. 
I'm stumped. Who do we think? I know. I'm stumped too. Again, I feel like Seb. I feel like Seb is all of the nice. <laughs> Seb, Seb, Seb is a rainbow. 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 <laughs> he has mastered all of his chakras. He is the his avatar. third eye is open. He is the avatar. He has mastered all of it. Um, um nah, skip. I don't think anyone. Yeah. <clears throat> Purple and violet. I mean, not to say that we don't think anyone on the yeah. grid is empathetic. Yeah, but... I just feel like we can probably categorize people differently. Okay. Yeah. Um, the aura color purple is related to your third eye. Mm-hmm. Namaste. Namaste. Which you're probably familiar with if you've ever done yoga. True. It's located above your physical eyes in the center of your forehead. It is your vision of everything you desire to create, the seat of your intuition. This already feels like Lewis. <laughs> you may find you have some sort of psychic ability and are highly intuitive. Oh, I think it's us. <laughs> um, if anyone's purple, it's us. <laughs> Wait, this one's purple? Mm-hmm. I thought we already did purple at the beginning. I said an example of purple, which oh. um, was basically saying, like, yeah, that they're highly sensitive, intuitive, um, okay. which I think is your third eye being. Yes, you're opened. Right. Um uh, skip okay next is white white doors <clears throat> are incredibly rare your crown chakra located above your head vibrates at this color it connects you to all that is oneness and the understanding that we are all connected i think lewis would want to be white like i think he would Hashtag want to still rise yeah i think lewis would want to be white yes but, but it's I, so rare yeah yeah I don't know if he's there yet. Maybe one day yeah. he'll reach white aura status, but <laughs> this is, it's Nirvana. Um, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, you can't all, aura, we can't all be there. Next color is black. If your aura appears black, it's a sign you might be holding onto some negative thoughts and emotions, which block the flow of energy through your chakras. <clears throat> Max. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And a little bit Lewis. Yeah, I think, yeah. I hope Lewis, I hope Lewis has cleared his, has reclaimed his energy. Um, I hope he's done a little sunbathing, jumped into some cold water. He definitely has. Smudged a little bit. (laughs) You know, he's done a sage cleanse. He's been really reconnecting with his chakras and reclaiming his energy. Yeah, for sure. The past couple of months. When he was obviously, because obviously now our Lewis watch has ended. Our Lewis watch has ended. And there are no doubts in my mind that he will be back on the track. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, he would have said by now, I think if he wasn't, he just literally came back and he was like, you guys are such fucking losers that you cared so much about where I was. Do you see how much you love me? Like that was just a big prank. He punked us all. I was Um, first in line to be, yes. Punked punked i want to know what you were doing like don't I was you know worried. that we run a content machine here lewis we need content but then he posted he posted those really that cute photo yes collage to, not collage so carousel um of him with all of those children yeah I think they were his like nieces and nephews but so adorable literally so cute well, that was a really fun way to start this episode, I think. Thanks for enlightening us on 
auras, Nicole? You know, I wish I knew more about auras, um, but this this was my first my first segue into the aura. Yeah, um, me too. I want to learn more. I think we so, should. I think stay we tuned, everyone, for updated aura readings for all the drivers. Once we like get super super deep into auras, because <laughs> I have a feeling we're about to hyper fixate on this for the next <laughs> couple <of> days, <laughs> at least. The bare minimum, yes, the next couple of days for sure. So we'll be back to talk about this more. Um, In the meantime, though, welcome back. (laughs) If you have just been listening to us talk about auras and you were like, this doesn't sound like the podcast I signed up for. It is. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Unfortunately. Sorry. I don't. Or fortunately, maybe that's your thing. It's our thing. Maybe you like it. Um, Anyways, this is the Two Girls, One Formula podcast where we talk about uh, Formula One among anything else that passes through our brains <laughs> during the time that we record. Uh, we are your hosts. My name is Kate. And I am Nicole. And together, we're the two girls. Let's get it. Let's get into it. I have notes on all the things that have happened that I didn't want to make, like I wanted to make sure we didn't forget. Okay, love that. Thank you. The Lewis watch was number one. And... <laughs> I wanted to talk about the photo that we posted in our story today that you saw a couple days ago of him with Ansel Elgort because I need to talk about Ansel's coat. It was out of this world. I'm not going to lie to you. When I saw that photo for the first time, like I didn't even know that was him. I was like, I thought it was a joke. I was like, who is this man? But I also need you to know that in my notes, I was writing these so fast and I apparently didn't know his name. And so instead of writing Ansel Elgort, I wrote Exel <laughs> as if that, but I did know who it was that I was referring to, but so now his name is Exel. Uh, that's canon. Yeah. And the TG1F so, uh, universe, Exel Elgort. <laughs> yeah. Um, but his coat was so ugly. It was so ugly. His it whole outfit me, was ugly. It reminded me of the Kanye West video. Where they like wore those big box outfits. Him that and looked... Lil Peep. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Like, what are you wearing? Yeah. Well, Anzel's canceled. So. Exil's been canceled. Exil. Exil's gone. Exil's in exile. Exil. Lewis and Exil hanging out. Everyone's in our DM saying that's sus of Lewis. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Lewis, it please is. don't hang out with known predators. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna what I was thinking. Let's move Better on. not. Better not. Let's move on now, shall we? <laughs> Anyways, Lando went to the Brits mm-hmm. tonight. Today. Huge for him. Love to Huge. see that. His little suit was so cute. He looked I so really, good. Really hope that we get like a photo of him and Ed Sheeran together. Like that would just like make my day. Was Ed Sheeran at the Brits today? Yeah, he opened the Brits for the first oh. time. And he's oh, like the, performing a couple times for the first time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lando and Luisa are there. Can't wait to see some red carpet pics of them. Their first like public outing. Good for them. Their first red carpet together. Can't wait to see it from the photo. She po- he posted of them on his story. She looks very cute in it. Mm-hmm. She posted a bunch on her story too. Oh, did she? I miss them. I'll have to look. Yeah. But yeah, very cute that he's at the Brits. I he was presenting something. 
I don't know what he was presenting. That's as far as I know. He was presenting something. He looked great. Love to see it. Wish Danny was there. But we can't always get what we want. No. Speaking of McLaren, they have been just pumping out the content, especially because they <clears> launched <throat> um, their Lego set. Mm-hmm. So cute. I want one. Should we do it where we get one and we film a video of how fast we can put it together? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Write it off. It's a write-off. <laughs> it is a write-off. That this would be a- considered a write-off, though. Like, legally speaking, that would be considered a write-off. Nice. Let's write it off. <laughs> We're just going to write it off. McLaren Lego set. Keep your eyes out. Two Girls, One Formula <laughs> takes two years to put together Lego set. <laughs> Keep your eyes out, IRS. When you see that line item, <laughs> it is a write-off. <laughs> oh, man. Um, other McLaren news. Charlotte, our girl, is leaving McLaren. Lando's press officer, Charlotte I know. Sefton, departing McLaren. But we have to stand the reason she's leaving. Because she's going to head up comms for it. W series. Yes. Let's go. Let's Let's go. go, Charlotte. Charlotte. Love this for her so much. Love this for W series with her behind them. They can do anything. I have no doubt that like W series is about to take off and become more popular than it is. Absolutely. So I'm very excited about that. She's going to crush it. Absolutely. I hope they, you know, I hope we love the next Lando's next press officer as yeah. much as we loved Charlotte. Doubtful, but we'll <laughs> see. Unless it's me. <laughs> do you no have something to announce? Um, <laughs> imagine that would be We're so starting cool. this rumor. We haven't started a rumor in a while. Yeah, so starting this podcast. This rumor, Kate, I am the new press officer for McLaren. Um, I'll just let them know. Yeah, we'll just, everyone just DM McLaren right now and let them know that Kate will be starting on Monday. Um, I'll be there. As Lando's new press officer. I can't wait. I'm honored to accept the position. <laughs> Congrats. Thank you so Hope much. i send you some champagne. Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank my family, my parents. And I'd like to thank not only God, but also but Jesus. Also Jesus. <laughs> yep, there it is. Oh, man. Um, it was Pierre's birthday. It was Pierre's birthday. We talked about this a little last week because someone asked us to talk about it. Yeah, we didn't know when it was. And then it, all of a sudden it's here. <laughs> and we we're said, like, it's coming up. Maybe? We, knew it. we knew it was coming. So it was his birthday. Love that for him. Um, I really Big old 26. Big old 26. Mm-hmm. Big year. Um, Yuki's post. So cute. So cute. The fact that it was his mom's birthday too, but yet he posted a photo of him and Pierre <laughs> and then said, also mom. Like hysterical. Pierre commenting, thanks Playboy on it. There was so much chaos in that one post. I was dying. It was so good. And it was so, it was so perfectly encapsulated their friendship and their relationship. Yes. I'm so obsessed with them. Like, I can't get over, like, how much I love them. Like, Yuki being like, it's my mom's birthday and my teammate's birthday. I'm going to post a photo of me and my teammate and just, like, shout my mom out in the the caption. And then him posting the photo of him as a baby to date. I, Nicole, (laughs) when I tell you I saw that 
and literally had to shut my phone off for a second just to like revel in the fact that Yuki posted an Instagram story of him of a photo of himself as a baby (laughs) and said yesterday was mom's birthday today is dad's happy birthday to both of them with just a photo of him as a child he was like they I because they were born I was born (laughs) like (laughs) hysterical when's yuki's birthday what a vibe Mm. that post was when it's my dad's birthday i'm just gonna post a picture of me as a baby and be like happy birthday dad look what you made yuki's birthday is may 11th that's my mom's birthday so should you post a picture of yuki and jen in the caption to say no i'm gonna post a photo of in honor of yuki's birthday and my mom's birthday i will be posting a small a photo of me as a child and saying you know which one you mom. have to do <laughs> i know which one you want me to do <laughs> so when you have to do actually um it's a rule <laughs> um so everyone on the podcast know that should this i post that photo joke. on instagram you're a little bit on the outside right now but just wait for may 11th and you will see this photo <laughs> just kidding i'm definitely gonna post it on hey, you can okay you can <laughs> You can post that's gonna photo. be the photo that announces this podcast no i have a good one yes. i've already photoshopped it i've already photoshopped oh, okay. it can be in okay, the carousel fine. but i already have a good one okay fine it'll be in the carousel but yeah. it will be posted on the story with that photo <laughs> bury it don't make it front and center <laughs> don't I lead with that photo <laughs> you never know what i'm gonna do <laughs> it's so good everyone's gonna love it um if you're listening to this, hopefully you've already seen it. If you haven't, go to our Instagram and check it out. <laughs> You'll know it when you see it. You'll know when you see um, it. <laughs> all right. Drama we have to discuss. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Speaking of W series, Caitlyn Jenner has purchased a team to compete in W series um she is not only the owner but she is also the team principal which and this is the this is have the, I have the biggest part with. yes absolutely <laughs> is like I can understand her having a lot of money and like being into women's sports and like yada yeah. yada yada however just because she was rich they were rich and had a brief stint in the 80s racing some cars in a rich person sense right i don't think that necessarily makes them qualified to be the team principal but that is just me i just you know there's a lot of different ways to think about this because on one hand i do think that um she's a huge name there's a lot of notoriety around the Jenners, obviously her relation to the Kardashians. Um, so for her to like have a team in W series is like interestingly just going to bring a lot of attention to W series, which I think is huge, mm-hmm. especially, especially for W series that has kind of like been fighting for attention. Yep. Since everyone just kind of focuses on F1. Um, so I think that that's great, but to your point, I think it would have been like so cool if she had then been like okay I'm gonna buy this team 
I'm going to get some awesome, like give some awesome female drivers a chance to compete. And I'm going to like find like a really cool like woman in motor racing mm-hmm. to be the team principal and just like giving more yeah, but she is just a, she's an attention whore yeah and she doesn't care yeah like like she got churned out of that kardashian media machine yeah. and now she's just in, as insufferable if not more honestly in my <sighs> opinion so I think, you know, she was pretty problematic. I don't know the exact comments. I think people in our, um, people in our comment section were talking about her maybe having some like transphobic comments at some point. She, I, I, I don't know the say, details. I want to say it was recently. And there was that news story about the trans, um, girl competing the in situation? like a swimmer situation. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Caitlyn Jenner said that she should not be able to compete as a woman Mm. or that like trans athletes shouldn't be able to compete on teams of their like chosen gender, Mm. which is it? This is a bad take. (laughs) Like just not even a bad take. It's just a wrong take. I know. So yeah, it's there's all sorts of and then also let's not get into this. her manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter charges. Yeah. <laughs> to begin with. Someone on the TikTok was like, oh, she's won more um like races than you have. And I was like, she's also killed more people than I have. Like, what is that an accomplishment? Like, I don't know what you what do you want me to say? Okay, congrats. I'm like, actually surprised I came in P5 in our carding day. So <laughs> I would argue I could also be a team principal with this logic. So whatever. I guess it'll be good to, it'll be interesting to see yeah. how this plays out. Um, we'll be keeping eyes on it for we sure. We will be keeping eyes on it a hundred percent. Since we are going to be in Miami and the first race is in Miami, maybe we can get an interview with Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Zero to a hundred real quick. If not Kaylin, Charlotte. I'd rather have Charlotte if I'm being Obviously. honest. Obviously. But, you know, Miami's first we'll, W Series race. So we will we'll, have to we'll see what we can get. They're if like, actually, good- Charlotte's really busy, but Caitlin's free. No one wants to interview her. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, that's nice. Um, I decline. Thanks. I decline. Thank you. <laughs> I shouldn't be stooping that low. <laughs> um, I think that's like most of what's been happening. <clears throat> Did you think, do you know of anything? I do have one more thing that I want to talk about, but it's not like current event news. Can you think of anything else that happened this week? Um, no, like we have really. not seen Max in a while. No. He's just been doing like his bad workouts. workouts. Yeah, his bad workouts. Um. I think the only other thing is like just really good to see the McLaren boys back in yeah at the factory. Yep. Putting out good content. I feel strong again. I feel yeah. yep. I love to see it. Um, also huge to see Botas and Joe start mm-hmm. like content of them starting to come out. I'm like really excited about their yes partnership. Yeah. Um no, I think that was really it this week. We had Seb. 
we did get seven the beanie content which oh, was yeah. everything to me oh, i mean that's why we're wearing beanies today we didn't even know it yeah yeah so we, and we've been influenced by Seb. yeah subconsciously just like <laughs> only wearing beanies from here on out yeah um oh we also did get that photo of pierre and his headdress which <sighs> we've already talked about controversy today we don't need to get into that but... <laughs> one oh. controversy per episode <laughs> Everyone's being controversial and we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of controversy, I do have a bone to pick with you. With me. Oh. Yes. Okay. Let's it was it in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> so I just felt like I need I had a dream last night and I woke up and I was like, I need to talk to Nicole about this and I'm gonna do it on the podcast. So it did have to do with Charles, obviously. Okay. And I don't really know where we were, but we were somewhere and Charles was there. And I think we were all like kind of friends. Um, and obviously I was in love with him, obviously, but obviously. I was always in my dreams. Like my subconscious just likes to like kick me while I'm down. Um, and Charlotte's always there <laughs> always. And they are always dating and like in love. And it's like, my subconscious is just like, don't even think. <laughs> don't even think this is a possibility in your dreams Kate so she was there he was there I was like just in love from afar and then you I was like I'm always also like friends with Charlotte in my dreams and so like I always like am like being like a sneaky bitch you know being like <laughs> with my friend's boyfriend and I, just, I mean like, she did that she did that too so it's I just know. karma it's just like a karmic yeah, response. I just always wake up feeling guilty. I'm like, oh, I can't do that to my friend. Um, and then, but in my dream, you started sending photos like of me and Charles to me being like, you guys are so cute. You guys are so <laughs> cute. And I was like, Nicole, this is a group chat with Charlotte. Like you can't, <laughs> like this isn't like a big group chat and like she's in it. You can't be doing this. And it was like really awkward. <clears throat> and me and Charlotte got in a friend fight and it was your fault. So I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd do it again. Dream last night. <clears throat> I know you don't watch Euphoria, but it would be um I would basically pull a rue and ruin your life and I'd be like Kate can I ask you a question and you'd be like sure and I'd be like how long have you been fucking Charles Leclerc (laughs) in front of Charlotte (laughs) my god that would be so mean and then Charlotte would try to beat your ass but no way she could no I'm so much bigger than she (laughs) snap that girl like a twig absolutely (laughs) she has no shot she's taller than me but I'm bigger than her (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's no shot <laughs> i'm not gonna beat up charles Claire's girlfriend everyone just no <laughs> this is all hypothetical this is all just allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly oh man anyways okay i really want to get into the next part of our episode this is like i feel like i've been low energy so far because i've just been excited <clears throat> about this part okay get into it let's get into it i'm excited about this part too it's the literary corner <laughs> What are you doing? Right Literary now? lit. Um, so we're gonna get into books and all things 
literature here and we are basically I think just- this could you know what I think this should be a recur- reoccurring segment. I was thinking that I, was thinking I think like today. once I think once a week, once every episode we like pick one and we yeah. really dive into it because we have too many it's gonna be like a so three hour many. it's gonna be a three-hour episode yeah <laughs> it's gonna be so long yeah okay fine let's pick one what do let's we pick think one. I <clears throat> what are you most excited about oh there I have three that I'm excited about okay We'll pick one. Well, two books, two like themes. Okay. Like I'm really excited about A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah, obviously. And I'm really excited about Twilight. Okay. The Twilight one, I do have like two things that we should do though. Obviously you were saying we should do what would their vampire gifts be? Yes. Huge. And then the other one, someone in our um, question box today said, would the drivers be team Edward or team Jacob? And I just mm. think that one is also <clears throat> so good. So well, I, I think maybe since someone asked for that one, we should do it. We do that one this week and then okay. we save, we Cause I feel like we could really get into a lengthy discussion about the witch vampire, like, yeah. Um, and which, which courts they're part of. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and we go. were already kind of running long on this one. <laughs> so like, maybe we do team Edward, team Jacob. Um, yeah and then next week we can do a different one perfect (laughs) okay so team edward or team jacob let's get well okay so which i mean i think uh, obviously we have to let the listeners know which ones we are oh yeah so obviously we're both team edward yes like if you're team jacob like i honestly don't want to hear it from you yeah um you're wrong (laughs) That is one of the worst opinions to have. Um, I I will bully you. There are several drivers on the grid that give me big Team Jacob vibes. Hundred percent. Like a lot of everyone can't see me right now, but my arms are crossed in disgust. (laughs) Thinking of (laughs) thinking about people who are Team Jacob. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. I don't. I won't hear it. I won't respond to it. But we're gonna discuss it. (laughs) So get ready. All right, I think a count of three. Who's who do we think top of the grid is? It's Team Jacob. Three, two. Hold on, one. <laughs> I need to think about it. Number one, because I have so many that I think are. <laughs> who's like the number one, like Team Jacob Stan? Yeah. Um, ready? Um, top, top of your head, like number one. Okay. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Maz Max. Max. Wow. Okay. I thought we were saying the same thing at first, but fair enough. That one is like, that's a given. I like, didn't even think of him. I didn't even count him because you want to hear my rationale on this. I do. Um, obviously notorious came out with him groping that woman in the back seat, which we will get into details later on Jacob kissing Bella against her will against her will. And then, and then, (laughs) absolutely gaslighting her into making her ask him for another kiss by threatening suicide suicide you know what that's fucked up (laughs) ladies out there if anyone ever says if you don't sleep with me if you don't kiss me if you don't date me any of those things i'm gonna kill myself you know what you do not any of those things you call for help and you leave But I will, I will agree with you. I do think Max is probably Team Jacob. Absolutely, because Danny Kvyat is Edward, <laughs> and Kelly 
is Bella. And he said, no, she's mine. And that Max and Kelly is an alternate universe where Mm. Bella goes with Jacob. Does that mean that Penelope's Renesmee? Yeah, Max is biding (laughs) his time. (laughs) So (laughs) there you have it. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Danny, watch out. Danny Kvyat. Danny Kvyat, watch out. He is tall and pale. Then he's going to get your daughter. (laughs) He is tall and pale. Yeah. Like Edward as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know what? Honestly, I also think Lewis is probably a bit Team Jacob. Oh, absolutely. Lewis is like, I can have anything that I want. I think that Lewis would just like think that Edward was too like white savior, savory. Mm-hmm. And he like wouldn't vibe with that. And he would rather connect with the Jacobs character. Yeah. Which would be wrong regardless of right the situation but i think that he would just vibe with jacob more and then he would yep. make you feel bad for being team edward absolutely charles absolutely team edward they both love to play the piano i've said from day one charles is my edward and you've always said that i've i have always <laughs> said that anytime he plays the piano i'm like bella's lullaby let's go charles you gotta learn it Botas, Team Edward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mick, Team Edward. George, Team Edward. Lance? Hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. You know, I want to give him, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one <clears throat> and say that he's Team Edward. Hmm. I don't think so. I think I think Team Jacob. He's mm. always gotten what he wanted. So and true. he doesn't like being told no. So true. And that is key Jacob. Mm-hmm. That's key Jacob. Seb is definitely Team Edward because yes. even though but this- he would respect Jacob because Jacob is just he yeah, would but respect Ed- but edward respects jacob that's true you're edward, right like edward has always been nothing but respectful to jacob and then jacob comes in and tries to steal his girl yeah and i think honestly too like seb would also leave like not in a gaslighty way mm-hmm. like he leaves bella like he would just be like i don't want to hurt you anymore like yeah you are going to be better off without me um, but not in the gaslighty way that Edward does it. Yeah. Like in a really meaningful way. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. You know what? Seb is Carlisle. So let's not even like say that he's going <laughs> to pick a side because Seb is Carlisle. And that's just, that's just it. And that's that. <clears throat> um, elephant in the room. What do you think Danny is? He knows, he knows. <laughs> you don't want to say it. You don't want to say what we're both thinking. I know, like, I really want to believe in my heart of hearts that Danny is, like, team Edward. I want to believe. Like, I really, really do. But I can't with 100% confidence say that he would be team Edward. Like, I think he would be, like, annoying in the fact that he would be, like, "Mm, team Jacob just to, like, piss you off. 
Mm-hmm. Like he know he knows that it would be like make you upset for him to say that he was Team Jacob, and then l- just watch you get upset defending. I, him. I just think that he wouldn't <clears throat> vibe with Edward at all. Like he'd be like, "This dude is so boring and like not fun and like not down for like a good time and to like have some jokes." Whereas he'd be like, "Me and Jacob <laughs> are gonna like go ride dirt bikes and like get froggy with the boys." You know, like he's like wants to be part of the wolf pack. That's like he's okay, like that's Sam so is my Sam is okay. Sam is his Michael. Okay, but. <laughs> Okay, but are we talking like literally in this universe? Yes, or... I'm talking in this universe. Okay, well, I was just talking about like hypothetically, like no, I'm talking team... about who they are, team. Not like me asking them who a team they are and having read the books. Okay, like, well, I then want... we've been we've been living on completely. We've been oh, having well, two okay. different conversations. No, well, even if he's reading it, like I think he vibes way. Like I think reading the book, he's like Edward's boring. I'm trying to go ride dirt bikes with Jacob okay, and fine. like his fucking boys. Like fine. he is, he is like vibing with Jacob, hates Edward, doesn't like to read anything about Edward in the books because he thinks that he's boring and like lame. <laughs> and I know this as a fact, I know this to be true. I know that he hates Edward. If he read these books, which I bet he has, I know that he does not vibe. It is Edward imperative to my mental health. <laughs> That McLaren gets Lando and to answer if they are Team Edward or Team Jacob. I think. What do you think, Lando? Edward. You think? Yeah, I think. I think Lando would be Team Edward because I think that Lando, like. I think he knows enough women and has enough of like a female influence in his life that he would know that the right answer is Edward. Yeah. But I think, I think a lot of the drivers on the grid, similar to what I said with Danny would just like vibe harder with the character of Jacob and not really like look at the whole story as it is and just like be like, yeah, fucking uh, Jacob's awesome. Like he's so fun. How could, how could she not call him and how could she do that she let him on like I just feel like a lot of them give off big like <laughs> this nice is the disconnect this zone. is the disconnect between the male and the female gaze. exactly <laughs> exactly is that all of the women are like no clearly it's Edward and every man is like well, why wouldn't she want Jacob look at he's got abs yeah he exactly he, he like she led fight. him on they're all like she led him on and like friend zoned him after like taking him on dates and only hanging out with him and like being in love with him like that's lewis's opinion i know it <laughs> i just had a glass of wine right now i'm heated <laughs> you're you know what you're so right i'm seeing the light yeah I don't want to believe it. I still think Charles is team Edward because I think he just like kind of, well, I've said it before. Charles is kind of boring. And I think he gets Edward. He's like, yeah, gets Edward gets it. He's like, yeah, you know, the piano, huge mood. I could see Charles like writing poetry. Yeah, I'm sure he does. (laughs) soft soft 
spoken Fine word. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, he's just like a I would soft, sensitive money. little boy. I would pay money to watch Charles perform slam poetry. <laughs> that would be like everything to me. <laughs> everything. Well, okay. Do we? Th- what about Yuki? I think Yuki would be Team Edward. You do. Mm-hmm. I think he would be. I think Carlos's team, Jacob, for the pure sense of kind of what I was saying before, but he does not focus on the story. He's just like, he just like, like Danny, just like vibes with Jacob and like thinks Jacob's like really cool. Mm. And he's like, I wish I could be a werewolf. I love Jacob. The werewolves are so much better than the vampires. <laughs> so I feel like Carlos is just like looking at it from that point of view. He's like, yeah, I would be a werewolf for sure. Okay, that's fair. Well, I can't wait to see when this comes out. This episode comes out. Everyone better be in our fucking DMs. Better be in the comment section telling us who you think is Team Edward and Team Jacob. And if you're team and Jacob, we don't want to hear it. And we don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I will fight you and I'll bully you. <laughs> because yes, while Edward is king of gaslighting and El Toxico and just absolutely ruins Bella's life for a whole year, it was in her best interest. That was a growing period for her. It was a growing period for her. And you know that he did that with good intentions. He just is old. He's an old man. He's He's like (laughs) freaking ancient. He doesn't know. that You can't do that anymore. He could see the future through Alice. All right. He knew it was going to go bad. And he wanted to stop that. But you know what? The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. I. Not as vampire babies. I am an Edward apologist and I won't <laughs> and I won't feel sorry about that. I literally just watched Twilight. Like I watched all of the movies the other day and I was like, my most toxic trait is that I literally will defend Twilight and all of Edward's actions to the fucking grave. <laughs> even, even though I, I lived, even though I lived my own new moon. You did. I, yeah, I, I guess it was Jacob in that scenario. It was me. <laughs> I I'm a little bit team Jacob because I was Jacob for a little bit to put the pieces back together. And then what happens? Leaves again. (laughs) Okay. Well, Jacob won in the end in your scenario. (laughs) This is a therapy session. (laughs) This is therapy through the, through the lens of twilight. Oh my God. Okay. Well, that was spirit. That was a spirited conversation. I honestly can't wait to get into more of these. Yeah. Um, work. We only have three, four, including today, more deep dives. Yeah. And then we can spend an entire episode. And then we can literally do whatever the fuck we want, but we got to finish these. Yeah. We have to, we have to, we have to finish something at least once. (laughs) (laughs) We have got to at see least it once. At least my once. boy. Okay. Um, but I just like think 
a little hint of what's to come on these. If you haven't read A Court of Thorns and Roses, first of all, and you're listening to this, what are you doing? What are you doing? You ought to read it. We're basically going to say who, what court would all of the drivers belong to? Um, For example, I'm just going to say one of my opinions here already. Charles is um, Don Court. Okay. Because I just think he would look really beautiful in that court. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only... That's the only argument I need. Like, it's all, like, pearlescent and, like, beautiful. And I just feel like his, like, he'd just be, like, playing piano. Like, there would just be, like, beautiful sunrise scape. And, like, he would just look like a freaking angel there. Okay. So everyone can get ready because we'll have more where that came from. But that is, I've been. (laughs) That's a little sneak peek. I have been thinking about that only for like 48 hours at this point okay I like about how how I need to see like fan art <laughs> of Charles as the high lord of the dawn court so okay in this scenario are they all high lords of the courts or are they just or is that where they live um either or Charles okay. would obviously be the high lord and <laughs> I would be the high lady <laughs> obviously obviously in my delusion that's what's happening <laughs> but they could just like live there okay because i'm not making mazapin a high lord no well i already have thoughts about where he would be so oh we're not getting <laughs> we can't get into that oh, <laughs> oh i want to get into it i know i know we're saving I know. it but i want to get into put it, a pin so in it put a pin in it put a pin in it i have a lot to say okay okay anyway speaking of mazapin <laughs> let's get into Haas. Today, as the title dictates, Father, Son, Haas of Gunther. (laughs) We are deep diving into the world of Haas. The first and only American F1 team to grace the sport of Formula One. And you know what, Kate, I was thinking about this. Pledge allegiance to the flag, baby. Uh, I think honestly, you and I are the Haas of F1 influencers <laughs> and hear me out, hear me out, hear, hear me out. Really just want to spit out my water. I know. Um, we're painfully American. <laughs> we are low on funds. <laughs> <laughs> we have anger management issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and we Russian like we, sympathizers. We don't have the <laughs> funds or the time to develop the material and be as great as we want to be as okay. great as we know we can be. Okay. And we really just need a rich Russian oligarch <laughs> to fund us. So that to be one fair, day, the Russian brunch was one of my favorites we've ever made. So, so good. This tracks actually. Um, we're not Russian sympathizers, but <laughs> we may sell out if we get a mm-hmm. good, um, and I sponsor. do love the song back in the USSR. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so done. <laughs> I'm honestly also very obsessed with um, Anastasia and like the Romanov dynasty. So, yeah. you know what? I do kind of love Russian culture. So I, I'm in on this. Okay. I'm in on being the Haas of F1 influencers. Okay, good. I'm in. Um, I'm all about it. Perfect. Uh, 
Thank you for tell me more about on that analogy. You're welcome. So we're gonna get we're just gonna you know dive right in. Love it. Dive right in with Mazpin. You gotta. Okay. Oh shit. <laughs> we're we're really hitting the diving into running. the deep end. He was no born Mar- March second, nineteen ninety nine. Twenty two years old. A Pisces. I think that says everything <laughs> that we need to say. But I will tell you that I think they're lying about his birthday. Oh, because this little excerpt from the internet says a man born under Pisces, the final sign of the Zodiac is a total dreamboat. He's flirtatious, (laughs) charming, and romantic. And being a water sign, also introverted and emotional, the most emotional sign of all, to be precise. I think that's true. His sign is also classified as mutable, meaning he's adaptable and changeable. The dreamboat, the dreamboat comment really sat me into space. Maybe in Russia. I guess. But, you know, it was his rookie season this year. We know his dad ended up buying the Haas F1 team, helped them out with their funds. Um, Did he buy the team? Does Gene not own it anymore? No, well, he didn't buy the team, but he's like the main investor. They're the title sponsor. Got it. So, um, but allegedly a couple years ago, Mazapin. Um, his dad uh, made a bid for the Force India team. Massive following, senior. yeah, Dimitri. Um, <laughs> no way. Yeah, Dimitri. No um, way. After the, it, it fell, the fall into administration in July 2018, having lost out to our favorite other supervillain. Lawrence Stroll, Mazepin openly criticized the bidding process, having allegedly never been contacted by the administrators over his bid. Drama. So they basically were like, you're not buying this fucking team. Uh, We're going to pretend that you actually didn't even bid on this. Um, (laughs) And while I was doing research on the dad, um, I learned that he is the, this was like the most random thing. Um, He's also the chairman of the Russia Zimbabwe Business Council. What the fuck does that even mean? What? What does that even mean? What are they doing? What the hell? What's going on there? Isn't Zimbabwe have like the highest inflation rate, I think, in the world? Their money is meaningless. Um, But I thought that that was freaking crazy. Interesting. And also on his Forbes profile, it just says key connections, Putin. (laughs) Like literally, I was just like, key connections, Putin. But I was like, incredible. Um, Amazing. But that's a little bit about Dimitri wanted to get into that because we you know this is how he got his spot but uh his first rookie season this year obviously all of that backlash around get rid of mazpan hashtag get, we don't stand with hot whatever the fuck it was um because he was seen sexually assaulting that poor woman um in the back of his car and he had put out an apology where he said quote i have to hold myself to a higher standard as a formula one driver and i acknowledge i have let myself and many people down only to delete that apology nine days later (gasps) (laughs) shut up so he basically posted that and then deleted it no all traces from the internet he said i hold myself to a higher standard and now i don't and now I don't. Uh, we're out on that. Um, so he finished 21 out of 20 drivers this last season. <laughs> That's my favorite fact. <laughs> That's my favorite fact. 
which because Kubica basically finished, didn't score any points either, but his positions, like his fi- like finishing positions were higher than Mazpin's best ones all season. So it's literally so funny. Like that's so <laughs> embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Like, are you not like, embarrassed? Like he is embarrassed. I, ha- I yeah. know he is. I know he is. Um, but we can say, um, everyone's going to throw tomatoes at me, but you know, Kobe is ranked as having one of the worst rookie seasons of, of all time. And (laughs) you know, who's going to come for you? Go on, you show. Go on, you show. Yeah. He's that don't Um, speak my man's name like that. Sorry. I had to, I had to throw in a little humor and just be like, Hey, you never know. Can only go up from here. Um, but whatever. Um, and then let's not forget when he punched Callum a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, during their F3 season. Um, after being blocked during a session by Callum, Mazepin got into an altercation with him, during which M- Mazepin hit a lot in the face, resulting in a ban from the first race of the Hungaroring meeting. Basically, he just got like banned from one race, not the other two. Like, in that weekend, which was really annoying. Um, the sanction itself was controversial where the ILOTS team principal said, believing the decision to be too lenient, calling it a ridiculous decision by the stewards. <clears throat> the stewards I found do be this, ridiculous sometimes. And I found this incredibly funny in the fact that I was looking up articles and from WTF1, they're about this altercation there was a quote whether or not the decision is too soft or not one thing's for sure is he won't have done his f1 chances much good with this behavior you know you hate to not when you have a rich daddy not when you got daddy's money baby bankroll those f1 careers let's go um damn and you know we will end the mazepin section on a quote about him and Mick where he says, quote, we are not friends at most. We are acquaintances as we race together in carts. I honestly don't care about his name because of the name. He will have more power, but also more pressure. While that is not incorrect. He didn't have to be a fucking dick about them. Not when did he friends. say that? Um, right before they started. Okay. Because teaming. also <laughs> this season they were like, who's your best friend? in f1 and he was like mick we're really good friends he's come to visit me in russia <laughs> or like he wants to come visit me in russia that was so, a PR oh, well because how the turntable i mean who the fuck is friends right mazapin that kid's never seen with anyone except for chris brown <laughs> are you serious are they friends? yeah there's a photo that I'm trash sure i'll find it <laughs> okay now i feel like i made that up <laughs> but i don't think i did okay well kate finds that photo of miles Penn and chris brown which yes yes i knew it <laughs> he posts on his instagram story like oh wait it's <laughs> the one i found online it's from reddit and so it's a daily fuck chris brown post plus Mazda spin <laughs> is an asshole for f1 fans tracks all of that tracks all that tracks <laughs> save that we'll post that in the carousel oh yeah um moving on to mick also 22 his birthday is march 22nd so while mazpin is the last sign of the zodiac mick is the first he is an aries 
Um, mm-hmm. And he is obviously the son of seven-time world champion Mick Schumacher and nephew of Rolf Schumacher. And his cousin is David Schumacher. His mom is a huge horse girl. Unsurprising. Um, <clears throat> owns big equestrian hoe. I love that he's an Aries. I just think yeah. that fits him. Yeah. Like passionate, just a motivated guy. He's confident. He's had confidence instilled with him in him. He's made it to F1. I just feel like this, like that very much tracks for him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> Felipe Massa recently said that he believes that Mick Schumacher's name is more of a burden on him. Um, you know, it helps him get the sponsors and a lot of support, but people expect things from him that he really can't fulfill this early on in his career. Totally. Um, going on to say, quote, the Haas is the worst car in formula one. (laughs) He doesn't have the best teammate. If he had someone who had more experience, he might be able to measure himself much better. We'll have to wait until he has a better car and a better teammate to see what happens. Agree. Which I have a lot of faith in Mick. I do think I do agree on that, that there's so much pressure on him because mm-hmm. like you come from a prodigy, like even if you don't know anything about formula one likelihood is that, you know, who Mick Schumacher is like, right. if you were around in the nineties and two thousands, like, you know, who this man is um, Schumacher. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> um, like, you know, yeah. It's like how I just know, like I'm gonna put a lot of pressure on um, Bear Pain to <laughs> become like his famous parents, <laughs> Liam and Cheryl. <laughs> and I forget. I always forget that Cheryl's the mom, which we can't get into that because that is I also I gross. It. I hate it. Abuse, but that's mm-hmm. fine. That's neither here nor there. That's a different discussion topic. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like. Like, yeah, like that name is going to be a lot of pressure on him. Like, um, Zane's baby, Kai, Louis, Louis, baby, Freddie and Liam's baby bear. bear. Like if they don't become the next one direction, direction, next direction, I'm going to be pissed. So they have a lot of pressure and I feel like that's probably how Mick feels. Yeah. Um, also, him and Giovinazzi are reserve drivers this year for Ferrari. Um, hmm. And the Schumacher family is very private. They did that documentary on Netflix. Um, but otherwise, like, there's not too much yeah. to find out about them, unfortunately. And, like, I couldn't find too much on Mick's girlfriend, Justine, um, mm-hmm. other than the fact that they're longtime friends and her dad is, like, a former race car driver. Um, they've been family friends for a while. And she's like not on Instagram or if she's, it's private. Um, -hmm. we don't know too much about her. I think it's super interesting that Mick is like such good friends with Lance and Esteban. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think that's so interesting and it makes me like Lance more because I'm like, if Mick likes Lance, if Mick likes you, then yeah, then I feel like I have better vibes about you. That's fair. I think it's just such an interesting like friendship group that I like never would have thought of yeah that's fair all right coming up next we've got good old Gunther uh fun fact 
Gunther's wife's name is Gertrude and his daughter's name is Greta. No, they, no, they are the no. They're like the Christian the- Horner. Christian um or Chris Kardashian whatever you want to oh you know my God. whoever you want to draw inspiration from but Stop. we've talked about we've talked about Gunther a lot on this podcast and that we you know really appreciate him and his drive to to build his own vision <clears throat> but in 2000 he was promoted to director of engineering um, where he worked under the Ford World Rally team alongside drivers Colin McRae and Carlos Sainz Sr. Um, so he's so he's always kind of been in this motorsport world. He actually dropped out of college to go be an engineer, never finished his degree. Um, he's quoted saying that he doesn't actually know where his passion for motorsports came from um, because where he's from, not a big thing. His family wasn't into it. But he was like dropping out of college to become an engineer. eh? A mechanic. could have gone like, one of a mechanic, two ways. a mechanic, I guess. I don't know. Um, but then he switched to Formula One in 2001 when Jaguar or as we know now, Red Bull, mm-hmm. um, newly appointed team principal, Nikki Lauda, had hunted him for a job of managing director. According to Gunther, Nikki asked, quote are there any talented people at ford and the reply was quote there's gunther and he said that guy lied (laughs) but after red bull purchased (laughs) jaguar racing in 2004 gunther was invited to join the red bull racing as technical operations director okay okay so gunther and team principal gunther and christian gunther and christian (laughs) buddy gunther said i would love family I would love your to name see- starts with a G. <laughs> I would love to see Gunther and Grishin in a buddy cop movie together. Stop. <laughs> um, and so they led the team to great results in the 2005 season. But when Red Bull ended up poaching championship winning technical director Adrian Newey from McLaren, the team owner from Red Bull approached Gunther to help establish a NASCAR team in the United States. Feeling that F1 had become overcrowded, Gunther consulted his wife and agreed to move to North Carolina. Gertrude said, get me to North Carolina. (laughs) North Carolina, where he served as Team Red Bull's technical director from the first, from 2006 to 2008. Um, He then went on to found a manufacturing company, Fiberworks Composites, in 2009. While the US F1 team, not Haas, there's a different one, was in development, Gunther met Joe Custer and Gene Haas, who had declined to invest in the project at a steakhouse. I don't know why this was in the the wiki, but that was an important part that they met in a steakhouse. Um, He proposed that they enter F1 by ordering a custom car from an established constructor in 2014, but they ended up waiting until 2016 to eventually enter the Formula One scene. Um, With their entry in the 2016 season Haas became the first American constructor to compete in F1 in 30 years so I lied earlier that's on me the team took eight points at the 2016 Australian Grand Prix with a sixth place finish by 
up until recently, our most hated driver, Romaine Grosjean. Um, we hated Romaine. You know what? He just caused so many problems. Yeah. And was just like such a whiner about it. Yeah. We just sometimes like, really- I can get I can get back <laughs> in that mental state. Yeah. I think things changed after he survived that car accident. But well, like- yeah, you can't hate a guy that like almost yeah. got killed. <laughs> That's like bullshit. That's like so mean. Um but if but, that never happened, I still really wouldn't like it. <laughs> I know, like, early in the first season of Drive to Survive, you see so much drama with Haas. Yeah. Um, and, like, getting their shit together. And there was an Smashing article. in the fucking door. Yeah. There was an article where K-Mag revealed to the media that there was a lot more to the story that Netflix portrayed that netflix did not show he said quote i have seen that one that i'm in and they didn't even put the bad things in so (gasps) now i want to see the behind the scenes i want to see the blooper reel i want to see the deleted scenes of whatever was going on at haas in that season that was so bad that they actually couldn't even put it in the show they didn't even show the bad things (laughs) (laughs) he was basically like Grosjean and I were like fighting so much but it, we came out stronger because of it did you you guys got fired but um would love to see whatever was going on with them <laughs> yeah so obviously Haas is was not in a good spot the past two years and so they made a conscious decision to not develop their car at all <laughs> and just focus their full efforts in the, on their 2022 car um it offers quote a reasonable explanation for their lack of competition last year but means the expectations will be insanely higher this time around they've put a full year's worth of development into their 2022 car so team bosses will be keen to see a return on their investment so basically the expectations on mick are the ones he sets for himself but we want a good fight for points that's our goal so basically they're resting a lot of pressure on poor little mick um this season so hopefully it doesn't break him jesus could be crazy and then just a quick little that's like i feel like they basically were like it's like me when i had to run the mile in high school and i would (laughs) just walk it (laughs) because i was like if i don't try they can't even say the bars on the floor like nobody's gonna say anything because they're not gonna be like because if i had like tried to run the mile in eight minutes and i ran it in like 12 they would have been like you can do better out of shape and she's like they would just have picked all of these things. But if I didn't try and I just walked it, they can't really say anything. So that's basically what Haas was doing. They were like, if we don't even try on our car and we tell people we are not developing it, uh, they can't say anything. Honestly, that's so fair. That's so fair. They set the bar on the ground. They were like- Last season. <laughs> They're like, it's only going up from here. So. And then just, so a little, just a little bit about our man, Eugene. Eugene Francis Haas, not to. Oh, I was like, who the fuck is Eugene? (laughs) Flynn Ryder? (laughs) Not to be confused with Carl Haas, another unrelated sports team, Uh, motorsport uh, team owner. Um, Gene is the founder, president, and sole stockholder of Haas Automation, the CNC machine tool manufacturer. It is now the largest machine tool manufacturer in the United States. Fun fact. What's a machine um, tool? 
Like it has to do like CNC is a type of machine, I think. Um, And like he made a product that helps make things quicker on that machine. Like, so it's not like, like a saw that's like, no, I don't think so. Like mechanical saw. No. Do you, did you think that it was? I don't know. Well, machine tool. I thought no. like a mechanical saw, like no. my dad's table saw. <laughs> no, no, Every I don't week I expose my stupidity a little further. <laughs> that's okay. We're authentic <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> We're just um, living our truths. In 2002, Haas formed a NASCAR racing team. The team did pretty well, whatever. He was, he's like, they did whatever they did fine okay but here's where the, this is what i really want to get to okay okay can't wait. on june 19th 2006 haas was arrested by irs agents for investigation of filing false tax returns witness intimidation and conspiracy four others were indicted together with haas all of whom pleaded guilty oh my god was it make the situation <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> was it us doing our taxes this year just before Haas's case was to go to trial, a plea agreement was reached where he would plead guilty to felony conspiracy to commit tax evasion. He was sentenced to two years in prison in order to pay $75 million in restitution. Haas was incarcerated beginning January 2008 and was released on probation on May 7, 2009, after serving 16 months of his two-year sentence. So let's just be clear. A lot of the team principals have gotten into some trouble with taxes and money laundering and that's just i think i think that's a price to pay when you're rich but contrary to toto i do not want to see gene haas in a prison uniform (laughs) and he clearly did not come out of prison looking prison hot (laughs) no so no that's a bummer for him (laughs) he was that he was someone's bitch he wasn't (laughs) Gina is someone's bitch. <laughs> Would love to meet the man whose bitch Gene Haas was. Have him on the podcast. <laughs> Gene Haas is your bitch <laughs> in prison. Please reach out. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> I know I took that too far. There was a line and I crossed it. I jumped right on over it. And I'm not sorry. <laughs> it had to be said, okay? I'm just trying to get us Actually, cool to- on this podcast. Toto, Toto was... <laughs> Gina's was Toto's bitch. <laughs> no, he's Larry. He's Larry's bitch. <laughs> and on that note, that's been Haas. <laughs> that has been Haas. <laughs> Whoa. Ended on a good note there. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh man. All right. Well, just just to just to do a quick summary. <laughs> we talked about auras. Our Lewis watch has ended. Who's Team Jacob versus Team Edward? And Toto and Larry are Haas's, Gene Haas's um, masters in the prison yard. 
No, it's not in the yard. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. You know what? I think this is we've we've covered a lot today. We've made some serious allegations. We've <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Jean was their bitch. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. <sighs> anyway, we will see you guys next week for a deep dive into Team Williams and a deep dive discussion on which court the drivers are in. If you have thoughts on that, please feel free to DM us and let us know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We may take your opinions into consideration as we discuss. You might be thinking of of people that we aren't aren't top of mind for us. Um, I know we have a lot of Lance Stroll stands Mm-hmm. in our community um we don't really think about him a lot so if you have an opinion on where lance uh lands in the court let us know yeah please do and i don't mean the court of law <laughs> we, keep, we always end up here <laughs> <laughs> we just, i just like, really want to talk about jail and prison it's your law minor coming into play <laughs> in the criminal justice system okay we're done for today we're done all right everyone this has been the two girls one formula podcast episode number 15 15 let's go and we just thank you very much for being here um thank you to everyone who has written a review of this podcast on apple podcasts we read them all and we love them thank you for everyone who leaves a rating on both apple and spotify um we see you we hear you we love you um can't wait to continue these discussions next week let us know what you want what you want us to spiral about next week <laughs> and we'll do it the aura our auras whatever you want we're on if it. you are an aura expert and you want to educate us more please feel free um yeah with that sign sealed delivered that's the episode. We'll see you on the internet. <laughs> Bye. Bye.